0: It's so easy to lose yourself in your job, your title, or the never-ending list of tasks that you have to complete. In this episode, we're going to look at why this matters and what you can do about it. Thank you for checking out the Restoring Nurses podcast. My name is Matt. I am on a journey to build a healthy, happy life for me and my family and on a mission to bring as many nurses with me as possible. Take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. So today's topic is dear to me because I experienced it myself. You see, early in my career, I made a decision that I would not be identified by my job. Growing up, my parents, I love my parents, and I'm not mad at them at all about this, but the reality was that they allowed their jobs to exclude them from things that were important to me. There were events that I want, wish they had been at that they were not. And part of that, at least, was because of they, how they identified with their job. And I decided early on that I wasn't going to be like that. And early in my nursing career, I saw people, retired firefighters, police officers, people like that, that within a year or two of retiring were dead. And in many cases, it was a slow decline that started when they retired because they no longer knew who they were. They became so identified they they lost themselves in their job. And I I decided early on I wasn't going to do that. Yet somewhere along the way, that's exactly what I did. I became began to identify myself by the job I was doing, and in the process, I lost myself. I remember uh, I was really when this really hit me i was having a really difficult time at work and it was it was not a good situation for me and i was on the property of the church that i was a part of at the time there was some woods behind the church and i was walking through there and i remember just crying out that i just wanted to love being a nurse again tears streaming down my face. You see, up to this point, I had always loved being a nurse, but somewhere along the lines, I got to a place where I no longer loved it. And worse than that, I remember feeling that if I'm not a nurse, then who am I? The very thing that I had sworn I was not going to do early in my career, I had done, and I became identified by the job I was doing, and it hurt. I didn't like being there. I always wanted to be identified more as who I was outside of work. Yes, nurse is a part, an important part of who I am, but it is not all of who I am, or even the most important part. So i tell that story, but why does it matter? Well, you know what? It matters because, first of all, I know that a lot of nurses struggle with this. A lot of nurses, we become so wrapped up in the job that somewhere along the lines we lose ourselves. And you know what? It hurts. When you get to that point where you realize that you've lost yourself, you look at the mirror and you say, I don't know who that person is anymore. Or somebody asks you who you are and your automatic response is to tell your name. But then maybe in the back of your mind, you realize, Okay yeah my name is Matt but I don't know who Matt is anymore and it hurts and bigger than that when when we lose ourselves we also lose focus on those things in our lives that really matter things that matter more than the job that we do <laughs> and this may come as a surprise to a lot of people but I truly believe that there are a lot of things that matter more than the job we do the reality is that in today's society, many adults will have as many as three to five different careers, not just jobs, different careers throughout their adult life. And I was talking with a nurse today that I work with at the university, and she and I were talking about how frequently people in nursing change jobs these days. And the reality is that. Nurses have become rather nomadic as far as the jobs that we have. That pneumatic nature that we have, where we're changing jobs frequently, on the one hand, it can make it easier to avoid losing ourselves in it because, you know, if I have a job for three years and then I'm moving on to something else, then okay. Uh, however, at the same time, what goes with us in each of these different jobs or different different roles or different employers is the fact that we're still a nurse and we can become lost in that and in the process we lose focus on those things that matter more to us now maybe this plays out for some people in missing events for your kids like like my parents did again I love my parents I'm not I'm mad at them but this is one thing that I wish they had done differently so maybe maybe it's missing events for your kids because you've decided to pick up an extra shift. And in your mind, you may be thinking that, well, yeah, but I'm working that extra shift for them. But the reality is they would rather have you at that event. Maybe your physical health or mental health is slipping because you're working too much. Or maybe like me, you find yourself no longer loving nursing and wondering who you would be if you were no longer a nurse. In some cases, I've known nurses that, that did leave nursing and then found themselves struggling with, who am I? But here's the good news, okay? So it's not all doom and gloom. Here's the good news. You can rediscover yourself. You can reconnect with who you are. For me, as I found myself walking through the woods behind the church and crying out, there came a moment where I realized that I suddenly was identified by my job, even though I never wanted to be that. So through that revelation came some self-exploration. I had to ask myself, who am I? Who is Matt? You see, when it comes to identity, it's kind of funny, because identity is, is, um, we're being told these days that it's the most important thing. You know, Uh, in many ways, We make decisions based less on what we want sometimes and more on how we identify. The labels that society puts on us or that we uh, put on ourselves become guides for how we live our lives. And sometimes leading us to do things that we don't even want to do, that don't even line up with our own values. But it is the way that that label behaves, so it's the way that we think we should behave. But the reality is that you can find yourself again. It can be as simple as asking, okay, if I asked you who you are, we met at a conference and I said, who are you? Then your initial answer is going to be your name. So if somebody asks me, who are you? I'm going to say Matt. But if they then looked at me and said, okay, but who is Matt? Well, that's a much more difficult question to answer because most of us have never done that deep self-reflection that allows us to answer the question, who is Matt? Now, this is something that I have thought about at different times throughout my adult life, especially in this moment when I'm back in the woods and I've realized that I've lost myself. I've lost a little bit of Matt somewhere along the way. There was another instance, uh, sometime actually around the same time, where I found myself just angry all the time. The person that I used to be prior to this moment in time was not an angry person. But in that, that, that period of time, in that season of my life, I was angry all the time, and to the point where I finally sought out a counselor and she helped me work through it. And uh, I'm not like that anymore. But all that to say that I was lost. And through the process of self-exploration, self-reflection, I was reminded of who I am, who it was I wanted to be prior to all of this, and who I wanted to be moving forward. You can do this as well. It can be as simple as asking, who am I? It can be as simple as taking a piece of paper and writing at the top of it, who am I, and then making a list of all of the pieces of you. This is absolutely something that you can do on your own, but it can be difficult, and sometimes having a guide can help. And I am doing a workshop September 3rd. It's coming up in a few weeks as of the time of this recording. The, the whole point of this workshop is helping you to rediscover who you are. In it, I'm going to help you. We're going to do some exercises that will help you, first of all, identify who are you. Rediscover who you are. From there, we're going to look at who do you want to be. So how well does who you are line up with who you want to be? And when we've identified those two things, it will allow us to set priorities. Because like I said earlier, sometimes when we lose ourselves, we become unable to really set priorities in our life based on the things that actually matter most to us, in the Bible, Jesus says that where a man's treasure is, there's heart will be also. In other words, where your money is is where your heart truly is. And if you want your life to reflect where your heart, where you want your heart to be, then your money has to reflect that as well. So some people say you can look at a person's checkbook and see what really matters to them. I would also add that you can look at someone's calendar. If you were to sit down and write all of the activities that you do, work and sleep and you know working out, taking kids to soccer practice, all these things, if you were to sit down and write that out, fill out a calendar with all the things that you do on any given day, a week or two weeks or a month's worth of that, Then it would show you what really matters most to you. Not what you wish mattered most, but what actually does. What you are actually giving the most of your time to. So once we rediscover who we are and then identify who it is that you want to be, well, then you can set priorities based on those two things that will help you to make decisions in your life, whether it's decisions about work, decisions about how you're going to spend your time outside of work, decisions about money or anything else. Knowing who you are and who it is you want to be will help you to set priorities that make it easier to make decisions. I'll give you, for instance, uh, let's say that your child has an event on Friday. You're off, so you're planning to attend but you get a phone call that morning or Thursday and your boss says uh, listen we're going to be short on Friday is there any way you could pick up and in that moment you have to ask yourself what truly matters the most to me what are my real priorities based on who I am and who I want to be and then when when you when you make those decisions from that perspective then it's much easier to say you know what? I'm sorry. I can't. And you don't owe your boss any explanation. No is a complete sentence. But at that moment, you've made the decision to turn down an extra shift. Would the money be nice? Sure. Who couldn't use the money? But you've made a decision to attend your friend, your child's event because it is, it lines up with your. Priorities based on who you are and who you want to be. So, in the workshop, we're going to help you identify who you are, who you want to be, help you set priorities based on those things, and then leave you with some concrete steps to move forward based on the work that you've done during that workshop. You can absolutely do this work by yourself without attending the workshop. Uh, However, I do know that sometimes. This deep self-exploration, this deep self-reflection that we're talking about here is difficult. And having a coach or a guide is makes it so much easier. You can do the work without the workshop. But if you're interested in the workshop, there'll be a link in the show notes. You can Or you can check it out at restoringnurses.com slash you. You get all the information there. It is $27 for this two-hour workshop that we will be doing live via Zoom on Saturday, September 3rd. I'd love to see you there, but more importantly, I want you to go out and rediscover who you are so that you can set priorities based on that.